0: this week's culture trumpet podcast is sponsored by absolutely no one surely that can't be right Right. well announcer dan that is exactly correct the boys are doing this for absolutely nothing for free gratis so if you are listening please give us a like give us a subscribe give us a share check out our patreon if you fancy something like that but as i said absolutely free anyway let's start the show it's time for the Culture Trumpet podcast. Please welcome your hosts, Dan, Alright Doyle, Tidy, and the other one, Mark. Ailchoc, brew So, series four, episode two. Uh, yes. If you missed episode one, that was a recap of. Our culture trumpet twenty twenty two,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. That seemed. I still think that's a silly way to start series four, but Mark does that, not me.
1: Yeah, well, it was the first one of the year, was it not? So
0: actually, yeah, you're right, it was. But it was a look so... back of the previous series. So for me, it should have been yeah. a finale, not a...
1: a look back, a fresh start.
0: Okay. <laughs> Whatever you you're want it to win, be. You're
1: not going to win this argument.
0: No, I am not going to win that argument. You're correct, because you're older and you're wiser. Wiser. And I'm reading that off the script. There we are, moving on.
1: I'm more belligerent, (laughs) pedantic.
0: Correct. I didn't think I could meet anybody more pedantic than myself, and then I met you.
1: Well, there you go, you see. I'm happy to prove you wrong. (laughs) Right then, so this week, we are going to do this thing of trying not to go too topical because literally i just said the word this week and that might fill some people with the hope slash dread that we're going to be weekly we're not going to be weekly we're still going to be intermittent <laughs> i but thought you
0: said still going to be intimate then i was like whoa what's <laughs> this going on here
1: but the whole keeping it topical thing is great but also massively stressful because then there's a particular pressure to record it every so often get it edited quickly etc etc so i think as we
0: sorry just to interject and add to that we've got to remember as per our sponsor message at the beginning of the podcast which at this point mark still hasn't listened to we do this for free we're not sponsored obviously others it might be a bit better than what we do um, and we fit it in around lives, other work, work to start as other commitments that we have. Yep. Um, it's a bit of fun. I like talking to Mark about stuff that I enjoy. And there's obviously the mutual interest of what we talk about. That's the point. That's why we're doing exactly.
1: it. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, we're not, we, 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 uh, it's kind of our new approach, which is not to c- focus too heavily on the uh, topical stuff and to go more with like a, a specific topic each episode right having said that what's the latest news
0: I love how we've completely broken our um, <laughs> our mission statement straight away one,
1: one episode in here we
0: yeah. go <laughs> but you know, he, no Mark raises a really good point about you know it would be wrong for us not to sort of at least try and keep up some topical about it so you if you listen mm. to it in the future you'll go oh that was January 2023 or whatever I don't know um, yeah Major news to hit this week that I noticed. Um, fans of Rick and Morty may have seen this as well. Mm. Justin Roiland, who I think is co-creator.
2: Maybe. Yes, yes,
0: he's also yeah. a writer. He voices Rick. He voices Morty. He voices everybody else. Um, mm-hmm. Has been sacked from Adult Swim. Well, they've parted ways. That's the, that's the wording that's being used in the mm. marketing spiel. Because yeah. he has been charged, yet to be convicted, but he's been charged with false imprisonment and battery. Yes. So,
1: hang on a minute. Are you saying he's charged his battery? Oh dear, Mark.
0: What a terrible, terrible <laughs> joke. Sorry, um, but yeah. So Rick and Morty has been said to it's going to continue, but they'll be recasting Royland's characters. Yep. And Which I. Which is
1: basically Rick and Morty.
0: Well yeah, but it also is Mr. Meek Seeks and a lot of everyone else. Mm-hmm. But my mm-hmm. point, the bit that I take away from this is right, they've made a stand. Clearly Royland's entangled in some real legal issues and fair play for them to take a stand. However, yeah. Daniel Harmon doesn't have the cleanness of sheets, does he either?
1: No, he got some criticism, didn't he? Was that from community? Was that his It
0: was his community. Show? He did mm. he wasn't Well, I don't know much about community other than Chevy Chase was a bit yeah. But let's not use case, the words, but, um, Harmon has come under stick mm. with, um, when the whole James Gunn thing blew up about, um, his previous tweets and stuff, there was mm. a certain skit that came out from Harmon, which was horrific. Uh, I'm not mm. going to go into it, but if, if you want to Google it, Google it, but mm. there's certain things I think Harmon has done and has said that could have got him sacked, but didn't. Mm. Um, but I guess there was no legal charges for it. It was just terrible, terrible taste. So maybe it's that. Um, but I did think it wasn't hypocritical. That's the wrong word to use. But I did feel it was a bit, huh, okay.
1: Bit, a bit of double standards.
0: bit double standards. That's the right word. But granted, if he's, you know, if, if Royland is convicted of this, then fair enough.
1: Sack him. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. And I think I wasn't expecting it. Necessarily, just be, just because he is one of the co-creators, and he voices most of the main characters, or certainly the lead characters and a lot of the other ones, right? Um, so I was actually impressed that, um, but the, they took a stand that they took that they did what they did that they actually properly just got rid of him um, because, as the co-creator, that that's obviously. Um, it's not like you're just getting rid of one of the actors, right? You're getting rid of the, one of the people who created the show, and as a, and you know, voice a big writer and the, the main there's voice, royalties
0: so. associated with stuff like this. And sure, and yeah. I'm,
1: I'm sure they, I'm sure he will be compensated. But but the fact that just did that, I think, is actually quite impressive, in terms of revoicing or recasting. You go online and you'll find every man and his dog can do Rick and Morty impressions. So I don't think they'll have too much trouble getting new voice actors to replace them. Um, but yeah, interesting. It, because they, the network put in an order, I think, f- a couple of years ago for 70 episodes.
0: Something like that. I know they said it's going to run to series 10.
1: Yeah. And and they're in... Six? They're in the, finished season six. six. And they are... I think 20 or 30 episodes into that 70 episode order. So there's there's still plenty to go. So at least the show's still going. At least they're committing to the show and you know um so that's good. That's good. Um okay, so that's news. We've we've all there's also been some Oscar nominations have just been announced. Yep. However, I've not had a look at them all. I can't be asked. What I eh, am... There goes the am,
0: idea of me pitching an Oscar special when it comes out, but no way am I going to sit when, down and watch all when, these films.
1: Oh yeah, afterwards we can dissect and debate that afterwards, absolutely. But at this stage, the, the only thing I'm glad to see is that Everything Everywhere All at Once is getting lots of nominations. Rightfully so. Um, Although
0: the one thing that I... The one I did see, which I don't think I'm getting the category correct, it might have been either cinematography or something, I don't know. Hmm. Um which uh, isn't nominated is Top Gun Maverick. They filmed with IMAXs in, yeah. in planes. And Why has that not been?
1: And neither is the Batman as well. That's not been nominated. Oh, move on, Mark, move on. Any either. However, um, yeah, there's been some interesting omissions as well as inclusions, but, um, but yeah, it, it, it's had uh, Michelle Yeoh has been nominated for best actress, obviously. Um, there's been Rubber Cross. I can't find this fucking name now.
0: See, we did our research, oh, and you know, whoa. to be more concise, we researched this before we talked
1: about it. We can edit this bit. <laughs> edit this bit.
0: No edits.
1: <laughs> so there's um, Michelle Yeoh's been nominated for best actress, a best actress, obviously. Um, Ke Huy has been nominated for best supporting actor. Good. Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie. Hugh or Sue, I'm not quite sure how you pronounce that name, have both been nominated for Best Supporting Actress, which is interesting because that's two performances in the same film directly up against each other. That'll be interesting. Uh, But it's also for Best Picture, Best Director for The Daniels, Costume Design, Editing, Original Song Score and Screenplay. I think that's the most nominations of any film this year.
0: It'd be nice if it did walk it, because it was a good movie.
1: Oh, I would love it to. I would love it to. I mean, in Best Picture, there's stuff like the Banshees of Inishirin, which is really good. Uh, there's All Quiet on the Western Front, which I haven't seen yet. Avatar 2, somehow, is Best Picture nomination. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I Top still, Gun.
0: I still haven't seen it. And uh, we were, me neither,
1: but it, I just don't, you know. My
0: wife and I were like, she watched the on the weekend. Oh, let's let's go do this, this is that. And I went, I nice haven't seen Avatar.
1: Yeah. rick has been nominated for best film.
0: Elvis has as well, isn't it?
1: Elvis has. Uh-huh. So there's some interesting nominations, there's some interesting omissions. We'll see. I think afterwards, let, let's start to do in detail after after this ceremony and everything, and then we can have a proper grumble. The thing is though,
0: uh, will there be an equivalent of the slap this year? Probably not.
1: Probably not. No. I think everyone will be kept at arm's length and <laughs> they'll straight be straight
0: jacketed into their basically, seats. Basically, yep, yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no jokes. She'll be allowed whatsoever. Will Will and Smith uh, has
0: a police car pull outside of his house. <laughs> you staying in, Mr. Smith. Oh, yes, I am this year. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. No, that'll be uh we'll see. We'll see. So our topic then, our actual topic this week. It's this is
0: well, this is something we've had on the paper for well, digital paper, because we do all the things by the cloud. Mm. We've had this listed for well, probably since we started actually, when we were coming up with ideas of shit to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um and we finally got around to it because we changed the format. So that's cool. Hooray. Go on, Mark, you introduce the topic after I give the context. Go on.
1: Well, it's it's amazing technology, right? Do you wanna do that so... again
0: without like shagging around in your chair, and making all clicks and shit? <sighs>
1: It's amazing technology. Don't
0: oh, do it again.
1: <laughs> so the topic this week is is technology, amazing technology, life changing technology. Um,
0: Nothing irritating. boring like pacemakers and shit like that, though, is it?
1: Ah, fuck that. It's something, you know from from like the just the stuff you couldn't live without. Maybe that maybe literally pacemakers <laughs> um, to stuff that just gets on your tits constantly. Cool. Um, but in general, just like. What what technology has have we just found incredible? Um, okay, okay. Well, over the years, it doesn't necessarily have to be new technology. It could just be something that's been around for a long time. But again, we we just couldn't imagine life without it now. For example, right. Shall we? Before we move on to that, shall we wet our whistle with a little technology quiz?
0: I mean, we could. Well, this could go horribly wrong. We Just could to get, in the mood. get terrible, terrible scores. And I'm looking at me here in the mirror. Um, mm. And then everybody go, well, why are they going to talk about technology? They clearly know nothing. But I'm, <laughs> I'm more I'm more than happy to try and give it a go. Yes.
1: All right. Okay.
0: It's Dan versus Mark. It's Dan versus Mark. And it's a quiz time. Right. So usual format, five questions with yeah. five either correct or incorrect answers and yeah that's about it really we we do this every now and again i usually end up crying in a corner after it
1: <laughs> um, would you like to ask the first question you know
0: i would absolutely love to because i got my go questions on, ready to go okay go question 1 for you mark who founded google that's am good. i
1: allowed to search for that on bing <laughs> You, I,
0: I thought you disconnected then. No.
1: Um, Larry somebody and Sergey somebody.
0: I mean, I didn't even know Larry and Sergey when researching this. Um, is it so...
1: Larry Brin? No. Is it Sergey Brin? Yes. Go on. Is it Sergey Brin? Yeah, it is. And Larry. <sighs> I don't know.
0: I mean, I'll absolutely... G- I'll- you did more than I did researching this. Like, you got it better than I did. So I'm still going to only give you half a point. Okay. But it's uh, Larry Page and Sergey oh. Brin. Oh
1: Larry Page. I'm yeah. still impressed, okay. though,
0: mate. That's really
1: good. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, my turn. Siri was launched as a standalone app for the iPhone in February 2008. How soon after that did Apple buy the company? Because it's not an original Apple product.
0: That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. So
1: how long did it take them to buy the company stroke app?
0: Can I have the... Um, like? Is it in minutes? Is it in seconds? Can I have the unit? <laughs>
1: um,
0: I think that's a fair question.
1: I mean, it, it, well, we're talking multiples of years...
0: Okay, so two thousand eight, it launched. Yep. I'm trying to think back now to when I remember having it on a device of some description. I w- I'm. I'm going three. I think it's two, but it's probably more likely three.
1: Is that your final answer?
0: I. I don't feel it should be with your comment, but I haven't got a better one. So two thousand eight, nine, ten. Yeah, three. Three years, two bollocks. I should. Okay, stu-
1: I did give you the
0: opportunity. You did. You did. But okay, uh, the listeners will know that I was in the right area. And that's okay. <laughs> All right. Good question. Yeah, okay, you. number two, two for you. How many CEOs has Microsoft had?
1: Oh. Right. That's not a number. I'm thinking it's three or four. I'm thinking Bill Gates, possibly Paul Allen, was that his name? Steve Barmer, and the the guy who's there at the minute, I've forgotten his name, three.
0: Correct. And, I mean, I was... I mean, I was going to give you extra points for naming them, but you you named the majority. Um, the one you're missing is Satya Nadella. That's the one. So he's the guy who is currently there, currently in post. Yeah. Um, and yet you're absolutely right. Bill Gates, who founded it with Paul yeah. Allen, he wasn't a CEO. That's
1: that's right. Yeah, I knew he was um, there. I wasn't sure what, if he was ever CEO.
0: Steve Ballmer, absolutely yeah. right. One yeah. of the best um stage presences you. Oh. Are- Ever see sweating his tits off, bouncing around the state? He could get you riled he, up he for could. anything. <laughs> and Satya Nadella, who has been there, Christ, I don't know. Oh, like, it he's been there
1: at least ten years, I think. Now, awesome. Like uh, yeah, fair
0: play, um, you got that. Well, um, super. Some of the things Nadella has done, I disagree
1: with. There, there we are. I mean, you know, yes, there we go. That's that's usually the case, though, isn't it? With any any new broom comes in and sweeps away the. Uh... What do you think about
0: Actually, in in other sort of news to go back, uh, Microsoft laid off thousands and thousands of employees recently. So, had I known that, I wouldn't have included this question. Well,
1: fair enough. (laughs) Okay. Um, Oh, my turn. Right then. What was the name of the personal assistant on Windows Phone? Ortana. Correct. Yeah. Got one. Windows Phone was fantastic. I had Windows Phone.
0: My my Windows wife had a Windows phone whilst really. I was at university and we were doing a programming um, module mm. Mm. and I can't put the language what it, is, what it was, but it, oh, it's been Visual Basic. And I deployed it to her phone and I got extra marks because yep. it was working. Um, but then I had a Windows phone when I worked for a certain firm and it was testing a certain operating system that hadn't come out at that point and it was
1: quick. Oh, yeah, yeah the really fucked it <laughs> basically the windows phone 7 and 8 w- were brilliant and after that I'd, oh, i knew it's a shame that that was that was the operating system that they really tried to do something different yeah and, and it was really neat and clever uh visually like nothing else but i think they were doing a shame.
0: what apple have done very well i hate saying that my skin's crawling saying that apple have done something well and mm-hmm. that is the OS that you use on your MacBook is the OS you're using on your phone, and that's it's, what they it's were seamless, exactly. Yeah, that's but what there they were. we are. Whatever, right? Oh well, everyone's oh, well. got an Android or an iPhone anyway, so who cares? They have. Okay, sticking with Microsoft by accident, actually. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. what was the code name for the Xbox 360?
1: Xenon. Mm, Correct. How'd you
0: get? How'd you guess that?
1: Because I'm trying to remember what the other ones were. Scarlet was. Was the Xbox the, One? No, that was Xbox Series X. Was it? No, Xbox One X was Scarlet. Scorpio was Series X.
0: That's the one I'm thinking of. Scorpio is the one that sticks in my head.
1: Yeah, I'll just yeah that would, and I've got a couple of books on. There's there's a couple of really good books. I'll actually I'll link them in the description of the episode about the creation of the Xbox and the X. I think Xbox three hundred and sixty. The history of them. Okay. Um, Interviews with all the people involved. Really interesting. And I'll also link. There's a fantastic series on the Xbox. The official Xbox YouTube channel from last year. a full, I think, six-part, maybe not six, but a multi-part documentary series about the history of the Xbox.
0: Had I known you knew this much about Xbox, I would not have included this question at all.
1: <laughs> which, which I will also link to. That is genuinely a really interesting series. Again, very honest and open, even though it's Microsoft produced, very honest and open about the problems they had and, and internal fights, et cetera, bringing, bringing the original Xbox to market. Very anyway. good. Very good. Right, question three from, for you, from me. What does the word laser stand for? Oh, you bastard.
0: I did include this in my quiz, but I read it.
1: Oh, I don't
0: remember reading the answer. Oh, I wish I had included it now, because I could just read my answer.
1: Yeah, that's a shame. Uh, not a clue. Light amplification by stimulated emission of radiation.
0: Ooh, uh, no chance.
1: So anyone who spells laser with a Z... Wrong. ...saying it's the American spelling, they're wrong, because it's an abbreviation. (laughs) Anyway, your turn.
0: (laughs) Okay, we're moving to a competitor now, moving to Sony. Uh, How many PlayStation 2s were sold as of July 2022? And I would like your answer to the closest million, please.
1: Are we talking... In millions, are we talking triple figures? Yes. And it's to the nearest million.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: 350 million.
0: Oh, you're way off. I'm not even going to give you another chance. So, obviously, it was discontinued long before July 22. Yeah. But the figure, which was reported by Statista, Statistica, I can't remember what it was, mm. um, it's 158 million.
1: Oh, okay. So,
0: you know, you doubled it, fair play. Well, oh,
1: no, oh, PlayStation 2, actually... That was when Xbox, the original Xbox came out, so that's like 20 years ago. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okie dokie. Right then. Who invented the World Wide Web?
0: Sir Tim Berners-Lee.
1: Oh, very good. Someone's been to uh, Software Engineering
0: University. (laughs) 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 Don't know what laser is, but I know who invented the WWWs. What I like, sorry, while we're on that, Because we will come on to it of tech, you just physically can't live with that. And obviously the internet is one of them. Yeah. And this is proper generalising here. I apologise in advance. If Mr. Lee, Sir Tim, wasn't British, Mm. do you think it would have been free? Do you think it would have been sold for millions? I don't know, let's pick a currency. I don't know, dollars maybe?
1: Uh, Um, Well, well, I don't think it's necessarily about his nationality. It was where he worked. So the, he worked, um, bear with me. I'll
0: we'll just cut this out. Cause I look like a dick now. No,
1: that's all right. No, 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 no. It's because it's, it's it's I'm always
0: curious by in America, everyone wants to make a buck, right?
1: Yeah. So he, he worked at CERN, which is the central, which is the European organization for nuclear research. Um, and I think CERN is the abbreviation of the French name for that. Um, so it wasn't that he was English. I think it's just the fact that he did it while he was working there. Right. And so it was then, it was part of their thing, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a as a European organisation, uh, it, it just became something that is then made available it's not it wasn't he wasn't working if he was working at, if he was an english guy working at ibm and invented it there might be a different story maybe, maybe I, that's
0: still what i'm that's what i'm trying to get at it, yeah um but thank christ it was at cern
1: yeah basically it was a a, a, gov- a non-governmental non-profit organization that was there for the kind of general advancement of science and and all all that kind of thing. So, so it's a, v- a very valid question. We're lucky because, obviously, the internet came out of ARPANET, which was a, a joint thing between the US military and uh, universities, right? Mm. So the military wanted uh, a, a national computer network that would withstand attacks to one or more of its nodes. And if very, very potted history, but I think basically that they got universities involved in helping them develop it. Hmm. So because it was partly a university thing as well, it was then used for education. It was then like an open platform, essentially.
0: It's bonkers to um, think. So it went to general public on the 23rd of August, 1991. So it's bonkers to think that what we take for granted now is only 30 years old. Like, it doesn't seem that long ago.
1: Well, again, that's the World Wide Web. The sure. internet has been around for a lot longer than that. Right. That was, so, the internet in its early form has been around since the 60s at so least. So what was your
0: question? Was it who invited the, w- invented the it, World Wide Web or the I, internet? The World Wide Web. Oh, I'm glad, I, I'm glad I listened to that properly at the time. Yeah. What a, what a <laughs> clutch from me there.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so it's... You're right. I think your your question in general terms is is a valid one. It, it's we're very lucky that, and we'll get onto this, I'm sure, but we're very lucky that these these major parts of the internet, whether it's the infrastructure and standards as a whole that underlie the whole thing, or elements that sit on top of it like the World Wide Web, were created by organisations that didn't have profit. Mm as their driver they were created by people and organizations who were either completely scientifically minded and just like everything should be free for everyone or at least they were looking at advancement for advancement's sake and for the better for for you know what can this do for people not Mm. just how much money can we make out of it
0: well i always enjoy coming to one of your lectures so thanks
1: thank you thanks for coming to my ted talk (laughs) Cool. Look, really
0: fascinating. Um, I like doing quizzes and we talk about this stuff because, yeah you, yeah, you tend to learn something because I'm not the brightest, you may have guessed that. But...
1: Believe it or not, we're still actually partway through the quiz. We have more questions <laughs> to go. <laughs> okay,
0: so question five to bring your very valuable, valuable, valiant effort to a close. <laughs> ByteDance or ByteDance, depending where you live, is a yep. Chinese internet technology company headquartered yep. in Beijing. Yep. That is most famously... Can
1: I interrupt you, or do you want me to just let you finish the question?
0: I was halfway through my question.
1: I'll let you finish, go on.
0: Byte Dance or Dance, depending on where you live, is a Chinese internet finish, technology... finish, not
1: start from scratch.
0: Byte Dance or Dance, depending <laughs> on where you live, is a Chinese internet <laughs> technology company headquartered in Beijing that is most famously the owner of what mega-popular software media platform?
1: Oh, you finished. Uh... TikTok.
0: Not, nah, you're wrong. It's Instagram. Yeah, of course it is.
1: <laughs> okay. That'll teach right you
0: for interrupting me, because <laughs> I will drag it out as long as I possibly can. Uh,
1: what does ADSL stand for?
0: Oh, Something sh- system. I think. I don't. I. D- you know. I didn't do a networking degree. Ah. Uh, <clears throat> Oh, is it asymmetric digital subscriber line?
1: Almost. Asynchronous digital subscriber line. Oh, I think line. you'll find the
0: Wikipedia says asymmetric. Does it now? Yeah. I'm wrong regardless. It doesn't matter, but you should probably check your facts and listen to a mm-hmm. reputable source like Wikipedia, Mark. <laughs> 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 finally killed him ladies and gentlemen
1: (laughs) asymmetric asynchronous
0: okay i mean i've clicked on a few links that now say asymmetric Asymmetric.
1: it may well be that i've written that down wrong i will let you off yes asynchronous
0: i mean i still got it wrong
1: oh well i uh, i have found i found one site that's uh, hang on a minute did you say asymmetric
0: i did but i googled it cheating
1: asymmetric yeah yeah They do all say it's That's fine. I will give you that one. Yes. No. No.
0: I'm not having the point. I I cheated.
1: Oh. I'm admitting to you that I was like, don't know the the point. Then what do you fucking think it is? (laughs) Fucking hell. Right then. I I wasn't keeping track there.
0: I I see. I'm an honest person. What can I say? Oh, you weren't keeping track. Well, I definitely got four out of five. Um. (laughs) So I was keeping track because I'm a good host, and you got Mm. three and a half out of the possible five. So good effort.
1: Okay. What did you get?
0: I probably got four. I probably got four. Probably. Read through the questions again.
1: Siri, you didn't get that one.
0: No, I got a year out.
1: You got Cortana. Yep. You didn't get Laser. No. You got Tim Berners-Lee. Yep. You didn't get ADSL.
0: Cool, I got two out of five.
1: Yay, I win again.
0: (laughs) Right. At least I can count. There we are. It's time for Topic or Topics of the Week.
1: So... Technology is the subject. Uh we I guess we've covered the internet a bit, right? I think it's safe to say we can't really live without that now. Yeah,
0: and I I don't think we need to go into it any more than mm. it's amazing. Even washing machines can connect to them these days to a degree, or at least uses a protocol that can you know what I mean? Like it can yeah, bonkers. Yeah, um, absolutely. But obviously, what the internet has done has given a connectivity to things that were never were never connected in the first place. So yeah, the first thing—I mean, it's quite down on our list of things that we were going to talk about—the Internet of Things. Yes. Discuss. I don't know. I don't use it personally in terms of like a smart. Like I'm a Samsung user. There's a smart things app. Um, was it the IFFT? But that sort of. Thing, building hmm. routines via the internet via smart devices
1: yeah i guess there's there's different things isn't there there's like your connected devices like smart home for example where you can control lighting and heating and so on from an app um that's that can be handy um you know i've got i can do my heating so if i'm on the way home i'm going to be home in half an hour and i can put the heating on and. And things right, like that.
0: so that is a convenience to you. Mm-hmm. What, again, we sort of jumped the gun a bit, but what smart devices have also enabled um, uh, like, uh, disabled people who can't get up to turn on a light, but they, mm-hmm. if they have a voice, they can use their voice to something.
1: So yep. it's yep.
0: convenient for lazy people like me and Mark, <laughs> but it has been life-changing to certain people which I think is awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, like the voice assistants, you're right. So things like now Siri and Google Assistant and and so on, where you can control your phone, your TV, computer, whatever, using the voice. Um, So if you can't use your hands or you have restricted mobility, absolute life changer, definitely. No, without a doubt, yeah. Um, Things like, I guess... Again, around the smart home, so things like doorbells with the cameras built in for added security uh, that you can monitor when you're away from home. Um, well, what we're doing
0: here is we're, we're listing a bunch of things that we like connecting to the internet. So what we could yeah. do is drill down into certain things that you've you've got there. So mm. let's let's start with um, you said assistants, voice assistants. Mm. So mm-hmm. the two big ones in the market are Siri for Apple devices. Mm-hmm. And you've got Google Assistant. Mobile phones in Android. But the other one which we don't really talk about is I'm not gonna say her name in case anybody's listening to. Amanda. (laughs) Amanda in our house sometimes. (laughs) She's always
1: listening. She is. She is.
0: Yeah. Um first of all, do you use any of them?
1: Not really. Okay. Not really. Um my Kids both have the Amazon product, okay. That's a good uh, way put it. which they use, you know, for like bedtime stories and nice books and things like that. For so, stuff like that, <laughs> it,
0: forgive me. So, the Amazon product is the parent in this scenario you're talking yes, about, <laughs> yeah. Basically,
1: <laughs> apologies. Um, but that's handy because it can be controlled by the app, right? So, right. whereas in, so I can. Turn it off remotely. Sure,
0: you can obviously put them to bed, do do the parenting job, and then, Mm -hmm. like you say, put put this on as background noise potentially. And then once you know they're asleep, but the story's still going, you can knock it off remotely without disturbing them. That's really really good.
1: Yeah, very handy. There's other people, obviously, if you have the app on your phone, the so on, you can tie it together. So, for example, I know a lot of people might have one in the kitchen, and they'll. Just add something to, they'll tell it to add something to a shopping list. And then the app on the phone, it will then appear on their shopping list in the app when they go to the supermarket, right? Stuff like that is handy, I I guess. You've got, you've then also got the, the assistants or the versions of them rather that come with screens. Mm -hmm. So if you can look up a recipe and it'll play a YouTube video, for example. You know stuff like that. So,
0: so I've had both the Echo Dot things, Mm. and I had an Amazon Show, which is one of the origins that you had screen. Mm -hmm. Now, I found that the the dots were fine. Um, Mm. Nine times out of ten, I hooked them up to a sound system so they could play, you know, music out on on an actual sound system. Rather than the the uh, the puck, Um, the Amazon Show I had it was okay. But we never used it for the recipe side of things. It was more just Mm. timers, because again, that was in the kitchen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But what I did do straight away was turn the webcam bit off, because I didn't—I wasn't making calls with it. I didn't need it Mm. to see me. Yeah. Um, but it actually—it didn't break, but it became pretty useless. It just was really slow. It'd freeze. So we've now gone fully Google. Right. Um, I'm an Android user. Uh, Mm -hmm. My wife isn't. She's an iPhone uh, user. Apple Watch she's in that ecosystem mm. but we use google to manage calendars um emails all that sort of stuff google is uh-huh. our infrastructure for, for business and stuff uh-huh. um so when we bought this house we um did google devices around the house uh-huh. The one thing that i use virtual assistants for the most is uh, routines right which will sort of tie into the other smart devices so if one of us is going out it'll arm our um uh, our alarm system and stuff like that mhm you can just get out your phone and press do it um but who doesn't want to you know speak to something i don't know like a freaking tony stark and its j.a.r.v.i.s and he goes <laughs> yes okay i'll do that um it's pretty handy
1: but do you think sorry to interrupt that's do you okay. think people just do it because of that
0: i think they like, like it as a gimmick you, you, yeah sure you're
1: like, you like you can leave the house and press a couple of buttons and set the alarm. And people have done that for decades. Or or you you get your phone out of your pocket, you unlock it, you unlock the assistant, and all that. You, do you know what I mean? And just, for, just for the thing of being able to do it by voice. Right,
0: but the thing that you're missing there is if you do it... Right, Okay. What you can also do with virtual assistants is you, again, I said routines, you can sort of mm. chain a number of events. Uh-huh. Now, what if you, for example, you had several different devices all using different apps?
2: Uh-huh.
0: You didn't set up Google Assistant, for example. Uh-huh. Right, I want to turn all my lights off. Right, that's in Hive. I want to turn my heating on. That's in Bosch Easy Control. I want to. Um, set my alarm system to to lock. Well, that's Google Nest. That's three different um, user interactions. Yep. Whereas a routine, press it once, do this, do this, do this, right, have a good night. Uh. So I think gimmick, yeah, people like talking to stuff, go, oh, look at me, I'm more clever. Um, but in reality, I think if you tie it to an assistant, it can do more with less user interaction, which I think is the bog standard Thing that all of these companies are trying to get us to do is you interact once and it does as much as it possibly can for you.
1: Yeah. So I guess then that the complication or the thing that that as a consumer you then have to be wary of is compatibility, right? Because like you said, you've got three or four different apps there. You've got different hardware manufacturers, different smart light bulbs, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I'm presuming that most of the big brands will work with all of the different assistants. But you've, that's, you can, it's not like a normal light bulb. You just go pick a light bulb off the shelf and right. of course it's going to work, because you plug it in and it works. It's on or off. If you want a smart light bulb that's going to work for these routines or whatever it might be, is does this work with Siri? Does this work with Google or Alexa? You know, there's a lot more from a user point of view. Yeah. I and I am like, glad you, bear you brought in mind.
0: I'm glad you brought that up because the big ones, what there's Phillips Hue, um Hive lights are the two that come to mind. We we we've got Hive because it was a deal with British Gas at the time. We got a free hive hub and a light kind of thing. All right. Um and we still use them now. But I use mine in a lamp cause right. um the lamp's a bit out of the way, so I put a smart bulb in it and then yeah. So okay. turn the lamp down and it does it. Um Obviously, it needs a Hive bulb, wouldn't uh-huh. um, What I've been stung with recently is the whole works with, because it doesn't tell you how it works. Does it work natively or does it need a third-party integration? And we've, we've got a, a new boiler. We've got a smart control for it. So it's great. You can do it all through the app, and you can set all your timers up via an app. But I like the idea of saying, you know, okay, insert assistant, here's voice, oh. name, um, turn the heat on to 20 degrees or whatever.
2: Uh-huh.
0: What I didn't understand, and I guess this is a failure on the, the installer who sold it, is it needs to go via a third party. So the manufacturer is Bosch. Right. It needs to go through a third party call, I think it's called Tiada, right. which works with Google. So I, I would now have to I've set it all up, but I don't use it because I have to go, hey, assistant, talk to Tiada. Mm. Tiada then starts on the, the assistant and goes, hey, what would you like me to do? And I have to go turn the heating on. Right. And then there's a delay because it's now talking to Bosch. Got so you. for me, I now just use it all by the app.
2: Mm.
0: So it's mm. it really wound me up actually, because it, you know it's not a cheap investment in the first place. And when you sort of find out, it's not as good as you think. Hive is actually really, really good. Google Nest is actually really good,
1: but
2: mm.
0: well, I didn't have real choice with the boiler manufacturer.
1: But you know, well, interesting to talk about Hive because um, as we're recording, I've got Hive for my heating, uh, and I just use the Hive app. I don't bother with all the Google integration stuff. Um, but as we're talking today, Hive Hive hasn't been working today um if i now if is i it, go is into it on my, strike
0: everything else is
1: <laughs> well if i go into my app it's not connecting oh interesting uh, oh actually I, look- I
0: saw something on twitter about this
1: yeah so it's like when you're so used to just being able to open an app to control your heating now i've got to go and remember how the thermostat works to turn the heating on. Do you know what I mean? I've got a, where where the bloody hell's the thermostat? Why isn't it working? Right. The the other week I had an issue um where and actually because there'd been an electrician round and they'd been dicking about with the electrics, but everything had come back on and the little hive hub that connects to my router to link to the Hive account wasn't logging back in to the Hive web That's service which means that my even though i'm in the house with everything because the little hive box next to my router wouldn't connect to the hive service on the hive website the app couldn't control anything so i'm, I'm every, i've got all the bits of the puzzle in my house but, but because, they're not
0: talking to each other because the service is failing somewhere because
1: an external service somewhere yeah. else so it's like your internet connection goes down because all of these things rely on connecting to an external service even if the bulb is here your is here your phone is here anything external goes down you're screwed
0: well i would disagree on a point with that mm. so when we moved into this place um completely forgot that we got rid of all our bulbs because we went smart bulbs with a lot of different Light fits and some of the lights that we when we, we bought this place had had lights, but the lamp didn't. The lamp was mm-hmm. a smart bulb. Mm. You can use hive lights as lights just with power, but y- yeah. you don't have the smart fit. You couldn't change the color, whatever it is the exactly. default if it's bright uh, white or cool white or whatever.
1: That's it, exactly.
0: Um, but I'm glad you mentioned a service going down, so I, I'll raise you. I'll raise you one. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I'm laughing because it really pissed me off at the time, but now it's Mm. funny to laugh about it. What happens when a works-with-Google provider, so not Google, but the the third party that integrates with Google, Mm. breaks their own integration? Mm. I had that recently. Um, We'll talk about it in a second, but uh, again, I've mentioned home security. So I I had an integration fail um, Mm. because uh, the provider did something. And basically what happened was it stopped uh, a smart device in my home connecting with Google. Mm. So if I ran a routine, it would fail. Go, can't connect to blah, whatever Mm. it was. And I was like, that's really, really weird because it it was working like a day or so ago. And, you know, both Mark and I work in IT. We we know a little bit about this stuff. And I thought, well, if this has gone to production, you know, it's gone out live, Quite a big thing. So I got in touch mm. with Google and went, oh, by the way, so-and-so is not working. They ran me through all the steps. Nope, not working. Got in touch with the provider of this particular service, and they they were like, oh, it's not us. So, well, Google is telling me it's not them. Mm. So I'm going to go with it's you, because Google is trying to talk to you, and you're going, uh, Google is saying I can't reach the endpoint essentially. Mm. Anyway, two or three days went by, maybe a week patch came out and it started working again so my routines just sprung back to life Mm. but you're absolutely right in the sense if something goes down the smart stuff is dumb as fuck Mm. and it just doesn't work the the device still worked because i could still connect to that device from not remotely but via its app
1: yeah but the whole functionality that you've paid the extra for
0: oh it falls on its ass straight away
1: yeah oh here's here's another one on that I can't think of any specific examples, but I'm sure it's happened. And if it hasn't, I'm sure it will. You've got, say, you you know, you move house or you have a refurb, and you invest hundreds, if not thousands, of pounds in in a whole new bit of smart home kit from us from one manufacturer, and it's all guaranteed. It's going to work together, and it's all it's all good. And you've got it set up on your Google phone. It's working with Android perfectly. And then that manufacturer is bought by Apple. Yeah. And they go, well, we are now going to make this an Apple exclusive service. Yes. Yeah. What then? Well, do you know I, what I mean? you, well,
0: you don't know, do you? And I think that is a massive, massive risk with buying yeah. anything. Um, that's compatible with and not built by the thing you're trying to compat it with, compat it with, work it with.
1: Yeah, exactly. If it's not made by Apple or or Google or whatever, you, you or run Amazon, the risk. There is there is a huge risk there. Because
0: who did who did uh, what did Nest come from? Google Nest smart stuff. That was someone, wasn't it?
1: I think it was. I think it was. And and it's like we we talked about earlier on, on the quiz you know Siri wasn't originally an apple product it was a third party independent app but th- this is what happens they will they will buy I'm, I'm sure amazon have done it with some of their smart stuff as well they will buy a a product that looks promising because it it's a quick way for them to get the intellectual property and the patents yeah and and a lot of the hard work has already been done let's say and then it's just a case of refining it and making it exclusive.
0: Well, just to update on the on the point of Nest, what was it? Um the mm-hmm. fact checking ELF slid it across the desk to me. Mm-hmm. Um Google Nest was Nest Labs, so it didn't change right, much. Okay. But co founded by formal formal eh, co founded by former Apple engineers.
1: Oh right, okay. So
0: <laughs> right. So it's a good job that Apple didn't buy it, because we got yeah. Google Nest. Google Nest is awesome. Yeah. Um but like you say I think there's when all this thing was happening with my device at home, which 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 was a smart security esque thing. Mm. um, I started looking at what Google Nest can do versus what Mm. mine currently does, Mm. and the one that mine's free service and it's very good at what it does. Yeah, Um, Google's is paid. Mm. That's why I'm like not doing that just yet, even though Google Nest is probably here to stay. So uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I think there's, there's obviously the, the big three are going to be around for a long, long time. But as you say, it's those ones where it's third-party products that are badged with, you know, works with. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's like, well, for how long? You know, what happens when that company's bought out or goes bust or you know something else happens? Um, it's, no. It, yeah, it, yeah. It
0: raises the fair point of like all this smart connectivity is awesome. Until something breaks. It's only and then smart. It, well, you, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah,
1: it's only smart while there's a connection.
0: I like that. That's really and then,
1: good. And then what does it do when there isn't a connection? Then it's just, uh, you know, a 50 pound light bulb. Sure. What cost of living crisis? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, exa- exactly. You know so what I mean? I don't so think
0: it's... that sort of technology has changed my life. No. I could probably live without it. Um, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. What's one that you specifically, Mr. Mark, could not live without, By the internet and the obvious stuff?
1: Um, well, I mean, look, ultimately, there's, there's nothing you can't live without. Eh? Well, in terms of, in terms <laughs> of technology, I suppose it depends what you class as technology.
0: Well, quite right, and I think we're going to talk about like IT tech here. We're not talking do, about do the pacemaker
1: and well, no, or do you mean the technology that you use, or the technology that is used to provide other things? Uh, so, you
0: specifically, so not like humanity could live without this. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the obvious one is a smartphone. Mm. I think the way that they've come on in in my lifetime mm-hmm. is, well, they didn't exist pre-me. You mm-hmm. know, mobile phones have been around for. a decades but they've all been big clunky external battery fed stuff that would give Mm -hmm. you brain cancer whereas Mm. now they're just really small and still give you brain cancer
1: so we're talking here more of a kind of just the convenience thing right more than not
0: not even that i just think the power that is in these small devices these days that some of them aren't so small looking at you Mm. Samsung ultras um you know what what was like they had like 200 15 or 128 kilobytes or bytes well, kilobytes back in the day or whatever it was Mm, remember mm. the first mp3 players 150 meg
1: oh yeah you know and
0: you've got phones now coming out with like a terabyte storage or yeah or whatever and you think back in the day a calculator was the most powerful handheld device you could get
1: i think to be fair i think the smartphone is the thing i mean i've just got back from a weekend in london and being able to, I mean, I didn't use it for a phone call once, but being able to pull up information on what tube line I needed to get to get somewhere, to, to then make a booking for a meal, you know, on the website uh, to... Well, this is the thing. They're not
0: just phones anymore. and That's, that, that, that's the it. point we're trying to get at. Or yeah, I want to get so... at is, it's your phone, it's your calculator, it's your alarm it's yeah, your yeah. email it's your it's your computer at times yeah it's so mental. so yeah
1: i i think the smartphone probably is the thing isn't it because it, it is absolutely everything in a, in your pocket um it's got maps it's got you know obviously pull up google or whatever search engine it's got your email your different apps on there um things like contactless pay you just walk onto the underground and just tap yourself through the barrier I'm glad
0: you mentioned Um, contactless pay because that is one thing I could live without because it's so bloody easy to spend money but I've recently upgraded my smartwatch to uh, a watch 5 pro okay from from um, samsung and it's finally got google wallet because I I didn't want samsung pay yeah um, so I've had a smartwatch since 2018 and I love it it's awesome it just it's just made well it's not made my life easier but it's I look cool because I got a smartwatch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now the Watch Pro has finally got native Google play on it.
1: Okay. Play Store, okay.
0: sorry, so I can use wallet. Um, there's a couple of other native Google stuff that now works with Samsung's stuff. Which well is
1: great. I've got I've got a Pixel Watch. Um, which just came out last year.
0: Cool.
2: Uh,
1: and again, yeah, that's that's um again, yeah, Google wallets on there and it integrates with you notifications and, and does all these steps and things
0: but you raise so, the whole again talking about when things don't work with other things mm. so a samsung watch would work with any android phone i believe
1: yes but there are some samsung exclusive features that right. only work on samsung phones. correct
0: a pixel watch can mm-hmm. that work with other phones other than pixels
1: Oh, well, it's Android Wear OS, so it should work with any other Android phone. But right. again, there may be some Pixel-exclusive features, but if you've got a Samsung phone, you should be able to pair it with a, a Pixel Watch without right. any issues. because
0: that's where Apple goes, no, it's our ecosystem or bust. Oh, yeah. And I like Apple watches. I so say my, my wife's an Apple ecosystem user. Um, mm. She's got an Apple Watch, and it's brilliant. I mm. really like the design but now you know i look at my watch now and it's very similar in terms of the kit that's underneath it so mm. but that's the so smartwatches yeah they're helpful for productivity but there are health benefits like for example mine i track my walks i really yeah. like seeing my routes i don't know why mm. i just do mm. um you know i can load a cycle route into my my watch and follow it that's something i'm looking forward to doing when the weather breaks a bit yeah they have really kick the arses of people that want to try and get fit fitbit was fantastic at this as well because they were mm-hmm. a cheaper alternative to smart watches yes so you know i could live without a smartwatch. but i
1: like it yeah not. <laughs> that's okay you're allowed you know? to like it um i, I think... could live
0: without beer but i like it <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think one of the um most mind blowing and convenient things that that I've had in recent years, and this came first for me on a on a Windows phone, is wireless charging.
0: Now I I like wireless charging. I had one of those desk pad things mm-hmm. for, at some point. But it's I mean, you might tell me you've got a supercharger one, but I found it just too damn slow for... Mm. Oh, I, I, I'm one of those users that I'll slow charge my phone overnight. I don't use a quick charger because it knackers your battery, but we got USB ports in our in our power. Yeah. And it's a slow charge, so I like that. But mm. my smartwatch is a supercharger.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: this morning, I woke up, I looked at my watch, I went, oh, shit, i got, like, 20% battery. Right, okay. Uh, well, I'll bung it on charge while I get myself ready for the day. I'll go get my coffee. Came back, charged.
1: amazing yeah
0: wireless charging i find it slow
1: okay well i've got fast wireless chargers um i've got them all over the house and i just i just love it because it's literally just plunk it down and even if it's just for five minutes just bit of juice and then you're off out and you don't do you know what i mean just the convenience of it sure um is is just incredible as i say i first had it on a nokia nokia lumia windows phone um and i was like this is incredible this is
0: game this is going to change the world
1: uh, yeah yeah and that that's over 10 years ago and there are still phones that don't have wireless charging yeah it's i um, i like
0: it i tell you tell you where it falls down though is if you have one of those pop sockets
1: what one of what sorry
0: do you not know what a pop socket is no, go on. So it's a like a sticky uh, item that you stick on the back of your phone or case.
1: Oh, those stupid things.
0: Well, they're stupid for people that can't hold a phone without using them, which I think is a bit stupid. But where yeah. our use case was, stick them to the back of your phone. It's a dock in the car for maps. I'll link it you because oh, right, okay. it was... For us, it was game changing, and then I realized I couldn't wireless charge. Right. So okay. I had to. Anyway, anyway, I digress.
1: But I think, I think, no, I do think wireless charging is. Yeah, the first time I saw that, um, I was blown away, and since then, I've had one phone that didn't have wireless charging in it, and it did my head in so i've it's, it's just a feature i've always looked for um basically i just, it's just an essential feature for me that's, that's
0: good to know i tell you one thing that i'm pissed off that manufacturers started doing cuz i used it all the time mm. is uh headphone ports on well maybe smartphones mm. that did my head in because um it's no secret i play i play music and when i went to um a jam session i'd plug my phone in to the PA to get back in tracks. hmm You know, without well, I can't do it now. I have to get a different adapter. Which is not the end of the world, but it's mm. quite quite draining on the battery. So now, well, how do I how do I charge it and play music at the same time? Oh no, bollocks. Bring back the iPod.
1: Yeah. At first I was a bit thingy about that because it was like, yeah, I like my headphones and music and all that. But then to be honest once I switch to Bluetooth headphones, just not having that fucking cable getting everywhere.
0: Yeah, but you're missing my use case, Mark, and that's the important bit. I don't, I don't care, care about your Bluetooth.
1: <laughs> well, there we go. Everyone's <laughs> use case is different. Exactly, it? exactly. But but for me, I get that... I think it's a shame that they've removed it at least as an option. Right? Yeah. And that you have to get some fucking adapter or whatever. That's a ball Like, For me personally... Um, that has never bothered me that much. Even with phones that have had headphone adapters, I've used Bluetooth headphones. Okay. Um, just because, as I say, you know, if, if if you've got to get a phone into your pocket, you've got a cable getting caught in your zip and, and all this kind of thing, just does away with all that. You've just got a lot more. Yeah, you've just got, yeah. not got cables and wires trailing everywhere. Obviously, that's then an extra thing to charge up. Right. Yeah, you need to remember to plug your headphones in. I've now got Google um the Pixel Buds. Oh yes, things. Uh and they have a case that charges them.
0: Yeah, I'm a Samsung Buds user at the gym. So um, similar thing, right? Yeah, they can and and AirPods for Apple, they're, they're all yeah. they're all very good to be fair.
1: Yeah. So prefer- as long as you um,
0: remember if you have to charge them, yeah.
1: Yeah, so plug plug the the case in every now and then to top up the case, and and it will keep the the ear, the earbuds topped up. So I that, that's
0: fine. Apple's version. I like the AirPods. Okay. Um, because I feel like you're still wearing traditional earphones, whereas the buds and stuff, I don't particularly like sticking things in my ears like that. Sure. I know they're not going to go anywhere. I know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. but even like music pl- earplugs and music headphones, in-ear monitors and stuff like, mm. I got a couple of sets of them, and I just don't like it. Uh, okay. it's a bit too intrusive. <laughs> I don't know, fair enough Um, Two pieces of tech to just round off before we do call this a day because we're trying to be more concise Mm. One I want to talk about which is we definitely could not live without now, because every fucking studio under the sun has one Mm. streaming Whether whether that's Google Cast of your stuff off your phone Apple Mm. Airplay is also a Mm. thing Mm. Um, Streaming in general is well it's killing physical media. We know that. We know it is. what's well, it's trying to.
1: Hmm. I think there's a couple of things there. I think, yes, on the whole, obviously, physical media sales are down. Um, you can't argue with the convenience of streaming. <laughs> until um, the
0: internet goes down.
1: Until the internet goes down, right? The downsides are obviously... If it's a production, whether it's a film or TV show, by a particular streaming service, the chances of that getting a physical release are vanishingly small. Uh, Disney still do it for their movies and Marvel and Star Wars and Fox movies. Um, Amazon are actually quite good at doing it for their TV shows. They're releasing, you know, like the Jack Reacher TV show. I've never noticed, to be honest. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, certainly in the States, they're releasing Reacher and Jack Ryan on, on Blu-ray and on 4K. Both it's called Jack? Think. Yeah. Um, but certainly, you know, we, we did get some of the Netflix Marvel shows, not all of them. Where the irritation comes in is where it's a licensed show or movie where the rights change hands. So you'll find a movie on Netflix and you'll go, Oh, I'll add that to my watch list. And then you go back a month later and it's gone, but you can only now get it on Amazon for a fiver. You can't view it for free anywhere. No. And as you just said at the beginning, every bloody studio is doing it now. So you've got Peacock, you've got Paramount Plus, You've got Netflix. You've Disney got Disney Plus. Disney. So it's like.
0: HBO Max. HBO Yanks.
1: Max. Yeah, I mean, at the minute, luckily, most of the HBO stuff is still coming in through Sky, but.
0: but now TV, there's another one. Well, now. Well, you know, I, I'd argue Now was bought, uh, sorry, brought into the world out of a necessity for people who didn't want, well, weren't paying for Sky packages. Yes. I'm, I think from personal. I've used. I haven't used. Uh, Apple TV Plus is the other one. I've mm, not yep, used yep. Um, Paramount Plus yet. I've not had a need, nor HBO Max. Oh, but I no. used to use now a little bit because used to used to get free, you know, try free for a month. And you go, yeah, yeah. right then. Yeah. Um, by far the worst streaming quality I ever had was through now. Oh and yeah. And everyone yeah. was like, "Oh, it's your internet." I was like, "Well, Netflix is crisp 1080." Yes. Why is yeah. now TV pixelated and buffering all the time? What's the yeah. difference?
1: Yeah, and I. I used it years and years ago for for a period, but whether it's any better now, I don't know. But no,
0: I've just not had the need to use it again. No, and, you know.
1: no, there's no. Well, if you've got Sky, you don't need it. Well, obviously, old, you'd I, be an idiot
0: to buy both now and Sky Mark. <laughs> but, you know, but, it's uh... it's just not a thing. I think if, the only thing I miss about having a Sky package is the HBO shows. And Sky, or Sky Atlantic, as it would be over yeah, here.
1: Basically, yeah. yeah. But but again, that's a deal that Sky and HBO made that will run out at some point in the next few years. And so it'll then be a case of...
0: Where'd you go then to it? Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, will, will they renew that deal and, and keep on Sky, on Sky in the UK? Or will they go, no, we are now rolling HBO Max out around the world. It's leaving Sky. And... I think what because I think that brings a lot of viewers in for Sky. Of so it from, does. from Sky's point of view, I think they will still want to do something to to keep those viewers. So if HBO launches a UK HBO Max service, I have a feeling that Sky will include it in their packages.
0: Because they're doing that with Netflix, but they don't have a deal per se with Netflix shows being shown on Sky channels.
1: No. But but you could just link your subscription, right? But they are doing it with Peacock. So you can if as a Sky I forgot customer. about Peacock. So as a Sky customer, you can get not all of their stuff, but a lot of the Peacock stuff you can get just just as is as a Sky customer. If I think if you subscribe to Sky Movies, you can also get Paramount Plus. So I think there may be a case where even if HBO launches a separate standalone HBO Max service that anyone can get, I think Sky will have some kind of deal where you can get it for less, maybe, as a Sky customer. Because it it, it I think stuff like Game of Thrones and all those yeah. things brought in so many customers for Sky. I don't I think agreed. they would want to lose that.
0: No, that... that's good. Streaming is definitely something I couldn't, couldn't put down now. Um, no,
1: but... a, there is a convenience factor. I mean, obviously, as I, as I said at the beginning, the the physical sales are going down in, in terms of discs. But I do think what that has done, and again, this is something we have talked about in the past, is you've now got some of these independent labels really pushing the boat out when it comes to some premium releases of physical films. Yeah. So while the numbers overall might be going down, I think the proportion of 4K deluxe collectors editions it, I I feel that that's doing really well. Companies like Arrow and Second Sight etc. you got like 88 Films are releasing, and Eureka are releasing so many, like Hong Kong action movies. Uh, you got the horror films. So you yeah, know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. There's these labels that are going. Okay, you know the big studios are just churning out their bog standard releases, but these are the things that will. We're we're going to do some good work on some classic films that you can't get on streaming. No, or or. You'll never get all these extra features. That's one of the things, as well, you know. Just, just, just people like Netflix, like Disney, are brilliant at doing the like for the Marvel movies. They're not going to shag you, mate. Oh, I'm hoping. but they're really oh, good come here,
0: no, I can't do it I'm not
1: doing they're noise. really good at the, the, the you know the, you the, assembled. the assembled documentaries right they're and, very and
0: good at it until it's like half an hour not an hour and a half two hours like they used to be on DVDs
1: well they Disney never have been but but yes some have some have I've just I've just been looking at the the new turbine media German release of the Frighteners in 4k. And that includes the making of the Frighteners documentary that was created for the original special edition LaserDisc back in the 90s. That documentary is four and a half hours long. No, thank you. But... Long. Maybe so. But that's the kind of stuff that you used to get. You know, you look at the Lord of the Rings documentaries... The alien, yeah, anthology yeah. documentaries that level just isn't there anymore. Now, Disney are doing some of it with the assembled stuff that released you know, you can watch the Marvel stuff with the audio commentaries and things like that on, but Netflix aren't, and there's no excuse why they shouldn't. They're putting Netflix on their YouTube channel, are putting on like behind the scenes documentaries on or you wouldn't call them a documentary but they're putting on behind the scenes features yeah. and interviews for you know glass onion or whatever else might come in out if they can put on 20 different languages on the fucking streaming
0: they can include a behind the scenes documentary for your yeah. viewing pleasure yeah. or if
1: ryan johnson wants to record an audio commentary why can't they include that as one of the soundtrack options do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I agree. I tell, I, you, I tell you one thing though: where streaming has gone out of hand is they were um, it was an alternative to a cable satellite subscription. Mm. Whereas now oh. it's gone the complete; they've literally become what they they said they would destroy. And I don't well, like yeah. the fact that you know Disney's what fifty nine ninety nine British pounds a year. Mm. Granted, to some people that's an i amount. I appreciate I, that.
1: I actually think Disney. Are the the best value? Well,
0: no, and no, that that's not what I was going to get at. I was just oh, thinking no. if you have Netflix, which is what five? No, what's the box box standard Netflix these days? Six ninety nine a month?
1: So, something like that, yeah. So
0: you're looking at over seventy quid a year. Mm. If then you add Disney onto it because you do have kids, yeah, um, that's over a hundred pound a year. Um, then you don't have Sky, but you have Now TV. Yeah, you know, you you're easily clocking one hundred and fifty quid plus a year. Again, to some people, uh-huh. that's a drop uh-huh. in the ocean. To some people, that's a massive amount of money, and oh, yeah. you know, yeah. we're not trying to say that's easy money for anyone. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. But you got to have to have a service for this, for that, for this, for that. Getting the gas, getting the gas—it's really, really, oh, yeah. really annoying me these days. I've, yeah. got, I've got Netflix. Oh, Prime—we didn't even talk about Prime—but I've got Prime for the delivery side of it.
1: Well, that's again—that's that, why it can be difficult to compare them. I think. You're right about Netflix. That they start from five a month, which is ad-supported. That's their latest option.
0: I like that as a thing. I do.
2: Yeah,
1: and then they go. It goes up to sixteen ninety-nine a month, which is the the Ultra HD. Okay. Now, okay. if you with all right, so you've got some options. You've got some options. Um, Disney, it's a single price, and if your devices support four K, you get four K brilliant so i think in overall value terms that's possibly the best one with prime you're right what makes it difficult to compare on prime is you're paying not just for a streaming service you're paying for the delivery music cloud storage cloud so it's like when whether or not you use all of those things is one thing but in terms of the amount of things you get for the money that's good value.
0: I, no, and I agree. I'm, I was just trying to make the point of every studio has a service these days, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't matter, and that's all. And it's expensive. It all adds up oh, very it quickly.
1: It is because the whole point. You're right. The whole point originally was so you can get rid of Sky now because you can get you can get all your movies <laughs> and everything on here. Yeah. Well, okay, but yeah, if each one, let's say the average price is is a tenner. Let's not because some Let's say it's eight pounds each, right? So that's Amazon, Disney, Netflix, Peacock, Paramount. That's five. That's 40 quid a month. Then you've got now, because you got rid of Sky, but you will want to watch some of the Sky channel. So that's another tenner. That's 50 quid a month. <laughs> um, there'll be some one off sporting stuff, maybe if you want to watch the. The movies or, or the sports. footy ball or whatever, football. So you'll you'll have like your now TV sport package. BT Sports,
0: f- don't forget that ex- some are exclusive to Prime or BT.
1: There's another fiver. There's another tenner. You're paying. you back. You've got rid of Sky to save yourself <laughs> fifty pound a month. In fact, paying now sixty quid. Paying, <laughs> but now you're paying eighty quid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? And that doesn't so even like, take
0: into account your broadband or your phone uh, subscription.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's mad. So it, it is mad.
0: It is mad. Um, but I really like Netflix.
1: Uh, That's my
0: bottom line. Fair enough. Um but one last thing to wrap up before we go. Yes. Um it's it's I'm I'm a remember like 3D home cinema? Now I don't think that was brilliant, but one thing that they the, the internet well it's not the internet, but right. one Thing that a certain company is flogging and still flogging, and I don't know why, mm. is VR metaverse stuff. Mm. So, I used to have an Oculus um, Quest. Mm-hmm. I actually got rid of it two, three weeks ago, because right. they emailed me saying that they are su- stop supporting um, oh, I can't what the email was. I think they stopped supporting the original Quest in Maybe, maybe it's January 24. But mm. I went, shit, I don't use this thing. And if I still don't use it, and I wait a little bit longer, it's mm. it's going to be a very, very expensive paperweight. Yeah. So I yeah. traded it into CX, sex, or kex, however you want to pronounce it, and I got a good deal for it. Mm-hmm. Prices have now plummeted. I'm quizzing, but anybody mm. else mm. who just has this thing because it was the thing to do at the time, it's uh, shit. But the whole metaverse thing, I think it's just another place for creeps to hang out. Mm. Uh, you know it was Habo, it was 4chan you know was
1: second life second
0: life it, this is a thing that, that never took off Right, exactly and there's a reason behind it it's and it, you know it's it's facebook facebook bought oculus i had all these great plans of plugging my oculus into my my computer my gaming pc and playing vr games and then i realized you just look like a bit of a wanker sat, yeah. sat with a visor on and I don't know, and I wear glasses, which doesn't help. So, you're already wearing lenses on top of lenses in an enclosed space, and yeah, some of the games are fun, but they're trying to turn it into a social media, and I just think it's a dangerous, dangerous thing. Mm. Because you don't, you know, we don't spend enough time in the outside world as it is, and I'm not an outdoorsy person, that per Mm. se, but I appreciate going out and seeing friends in 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 a different environment than on Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp or or whatever. But what I think is a dangerous thing now is kids are buying these units and sitting in these rather than going out. Or even playing on the Xbox <laughs> is a bit more going on than sitting with a screen an inch away from your eyes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just... isn't That that stuff has never been anything I've been interested in at all. It does
0: surprise me because you could literally watch a movie that looks like an IMAX screen in... Sounds mm. a it shit, mine, I suppose. It,
1: yeah but it's just no it's just never been in, and I've never been into 3D stuff.
0: Like still now would you if you went to an IMAX would you go IMAX 2D? Yeah, every okay.
1: time. Absolutely every time. Can't stand 3D. Um that's 3, Curious. 3D if you look at the history of 3D it's it's always been a gimmick that's come in when the studios have felt threatened. Um in the 50s
0: Are you listening James Cameron?
1: Well it, here we go. In the 50s, you had a lot of 3D movies because TV was taking off. Um, just in, at the same time, they introduced widescreen as well. That was a big thing in the 50s, they introduced widescreen because TV was taking off and taking viewers away from cinemas. In the 80s, you had a lot of like you know 3D horror movies and stuff because home video was coming in and keeping people out of the cinema.
0: Never thought of it like that, mate.
1: Um, and then go back 10 or 12 years ago, yeah, avatars and that huge big push for three D. It was because streaming was coming in. People could get four K or at least back then, you know, at least Blu Ray quality streaming or pirating easily and quickly from home. So again, it's a way of giving them something they can't get at home. It's always been a gimmick. It's come in cycles. It's been a gimmick when studios have felt threatened. That and now. What's the I mean Avatar 2 is the first big three D release in quite some time. Alright, Marvel have put their stuff out in three D, but it's felt half hearted. It's not been like the main attraction, right? You don't get the three D Blu rays anymore.
0: No, that's a good point.
1: Um the only reason Avatar's in three D is because James Cameron wants it in three D. Yeah. Basically. When we, it's as simple as that it's it's just it, the studios have always used 3D at, as you know to combat what they see as a threat at the time
2: oh no it's and, and good that to too.
1: know whereas now because the studios have all got their own streaming services home viewing isn't a threat anymore
2: yeah.
1: because they release them on the same fucking day anyway <laughs> Uh oh God. So they're not losing. They might not have people paying to watch it in a cinema, but they are having people pay to watch it at home. So now that th- that home viewing isn't threat anymore. It's simply another route to market for them.
0: I wish I'd mentioned it now.
1: But you've learned something. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk.
0: And, and to be honest, I think we should thank our listeners if they're still listening after this <laughs> mammoth episode. I didn't think it would go on this long, but... Granted, there's a lot of tech that we've discussed. There's more that we could have talked about, but thankfully we didn't. Um, Uh,
1: Android Auto,
0: good for you. They stopped. They they turned off that app, didn't they? I thought the app is no more.
1: I know it works. I plug my phone into my car, and it works.
0: So I can't believe you threw a topic in as I was closing up. But I don't have. So I've got an old, old, not an old car, but it's an older car. Yeah. So I have a Bluetooth device that? It's powered by my cigarette lighter, which then is auxed into my car. So i got Bluetooth All right, I Yeah. the yeah.
1: car.
0: Not got a screen. So my phone docks in a, you know, sat navy thing. Mm-hmm. Now, years ago, there was an Android Auto app, which you would turn on and obviously you get a, a, a good UI that's good for driving.
1: Oh, uh, right.
0: You're talking about integrated, like you say, uh, what's it? Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. So an integrated right. one. So there used to be a- an app.
1: Oh right. So there, the, yes, there was a there was like an Android driving mode app. Exactly. For the phone. Yes. Which I'm, would be like so a simplified I'm, interface. I'm
0: looking at the Google Play Store now. Yeah. Apparently it still exists.
1: Yeah. That that's like a simplified interface for your phone. What I'm talking about is Android Auto, where you where you either plug in or connect wirelessly that is to the car. Awesome. And that's got a, your screen on your dashboard. Basically, then is your phone. Yeah. So you have got Spotify, Google Maps. It pops up with notifications if you want. You can like do a, use voice to reply to messages. Your phone books on there. All of that stuff.
0: It is pretty cool. But I thought really the app was sleek. discontinued for some reason. But um, ah, clearly no, it's, it's still a different there.
1: Different app, different thing, different thing. Um, but that is that is just fantastic. That is fantastic. Again. The, f- the car I've got at the minute is the first one I've had with Android Auto and it's 100% essential for the next car I get.
0: Good for you. Well, as I said, thanks it. for listening to the Culture <laughs> Trumpet podcast. I've been Dan, he's been Mark. Um, if there's any tech that you can't live without or you disagree with anything we said, let us know. User engagement or oh, content, content, content. Um, and not we-
1: that we'll listen. but
0: Well, know, one of us might. Um, spoiler alert, it's not Mark. Um <laughs> And we'll be back at some point with either another topic or some other random crap that we fancy talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah.
0: 2023,
1: baby! Yeah!
0: That was quite exciting for you. Cool. (laughs) All right. Nice one, listeners.